Hi, you're listening to the Miramichi Reader Podcast. My name is James Fisher. I'm the editor-in-chief of the Miramichi Reader. So put a bookmark in that book you're reading and no dog-earing and have a listen to this week's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode six of the TMR Podcast. In this episode, I was going to, or I'd like to speak a little bit about memoirs and memoir writing. It seems that M- uh, memoirs have really taken off uh, in book sales in, in the nonfiction category. In fact, I was reading something recently, and I wished I had bookmarked it at the time, that um, most of the top-selling nonfiction books are memoirs. And, of course, memoirs are popular, especially if they're a leading uh, celebrity, a sports uh, figure, uh, but others have written memoirs too that um, seemingly ordinary people undergoing extraordinary circumstances. I came across an article in the New in the New York Times. It's from a few years ago, but it mentions that there was a time when you had to earn the right to draft a memoir by accomplishing something noteworthy or having an extremely unusual experience or being such a brilliant writer that you could turn relatively ordinary occurrences into a snapshot of a broader historical moment. Then came our current age of oversharing and all heck broke loose. These days, if you're planning to browse the memoir listings on Amazon, make sure you're in a comfortable chair because that search term produces about 40,000 hits or 60,000 or 160,000, depending on how you execute it. And uh, the article goes on to mention that probably three out of four memoirs do not even need to be written. So maybe that's a little harsh, but um, it's it's no secret that people love reading memoirs. Myself, I'm not a big reader of memoirs uh, unless I know the person or know of them. Like the article mentioned, they've undergone some extraordinary circumstance to worthy uh, a memoir being written and published in the first place, and even then worthy of being uh, read and appreciated. So in this regard, I'd like to look at three different books. Uh, two of them are memoirs I've read recently, and the other is entitled Memoir, Conversations, and Craft, which was written by Marjorie Simmons, uh, who's a well-known Atlantic Can- Canadian author. She wrote uh, this book uh, a couple of years ago, and it's a guide on how to how to write your a memoir as well as she interviews uh, different authors who have written memoirs uh, such as Linda McIntyre and uh, Diane Schomperlin so we get a lot of insight about how to do this and so if you've ever been thinking of writing your own memoir it's a good book to pick up it's been put out by Pottersfield Press and it's called Memoir Conversations and Craft and I have here uh, Marjorie Simmons. She, I asked her about her book and what the reception um, of it has been like. And she recorded this audio segment exclusively for the TMR podcast. Hi, good morning. It's Marjorie Simmons here. I'd like to thank James Fisher for an opportunity to talk about my uh, newish book, (laughs) Memoir, Conversations and Craft, which was published in 2020 by Pottersfield Press. 
basically I put heart and soul into that book and then it came out right at the start of COVID. So that was a little bit difficult to deal with because I love going to the bookstores and meeting people and talking about the book and, and uh, you know, you spend a long time at your desk by yourself working away and you want to share the book with people. And that was uh, 2020 was not a year for that sort of sharing. But the good news is the book seems to be an underground favorite. Despite minimal opportunities to talk about the book, I'm told that sales are steady. Bookstore clerks tell me they can't keep it on the shelves. I love to hear that. Uh, When I give workshops around the province, workshop participants rave about the book. Some even tell me they couldn't put it down as though it were a novel. I really love that. You know, I like to think of memoir conversations and craft as a sleeper as we used to say about hot cars when I was a teenager. So it looks fairly straightforward, and in some ways it is, by covering a lot of territory about memoir. But the interviews really rev the engine, if you don't mind the metaphor. All the writers were so honest about their initial struggles with memoir, and for so many different reasons. There were These were serious fiction writers, journalists, and emerging writers, too, who wanted to do the best job they could when it came to writing their own life stories. The revelations are gold to anyone wanting to write a memoir. I'm also told that people love the writing prompts at the end of the book. So thanks again for uh, letting me just talk about my book a little bit. And it is available, of course, at all bookstores and, and online. And it's Memoir, Conversations and Craft. And I really loved the opportunity for uh, to write about it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Well, thank you very much, Marjorie, for taking the time to record that and giving us a little insight into your book. And as I mentioned before, if any of you are interested in writing your own memoirs or don't know where to start or if you have an interesting story to tell, Uh, Check out Marjorie's book, uh, Memoir, Conversations and Craft. I had mentioned before about how it contains interviews with some uh, authors, and one of them was uh, Diane Schomperlin, and they have a very good discussion. It's very interesting. Uh, It's about uh, Diane's book that she wrote back in uh, 2016, her book, This Is Not My Life, A Memoir of Love, Prison, and Other Complications. Uh, which takes a close and candid look at her six-year relationship with a federal inmate serving a life sentence for second-degree murder. This memoir was long-listed for the British Columbia National Book Award, short-listed for the RBC Taylor Prize, and appeared on numerous best books of the year lists, including uh, Globe and Mail, National Post, and even here at the Miramichi Reader. It was a very enjoyable book. So one of the things that Marjorie Simmons mentions in her conversation with Diane is that one of the lovely things about memoir and the reason people consistently seek it out, I do believe, is they want to go somewhere with you. They want to go on a journey with you. And if you can literally open doors that very, very few people get to open or might not even want to open, but nonetheless are curious about, then that puts a bit of magic dust on a book. Now, I mentioned earlier, I had, was going to look at two books. The first uh, memoir, is entitled Tales from the Buccaneer Lodge by Mr. Frank Lehman, and it's published by Boulder Books. So it's his stories that he's collected over the years of um, innkeeping. Uh, It's especially of interest, uh, particularly of interest, to those who live uh, in and around Halifax and Dartmouth area. Him and his father uh, ran this Buccaneer Lodge back in the 50s and 60s, 
And it's, so a lot of the tales are from people that visited there and events that happened. Uh, some of them are quite funny and humorous. Others, others are more serious. And uh, over the course of his career, he's met some interesting people. So I enjoyed reading it, although it's very specific to that, that area of Nova Scotia. And it's very specific to people that would have lived in the, that, that time period. So as a person uh, removed from the area and from that time period, I didn't find it that interesting, although I did read it cover to cover. It's not a very big book. I think probably it could have used a lot of help in writing it. Uh, he mentions he is a member of a writing group. And so basically these are just tales, they're stories. There's no um, real organization to them. It's kind of scattered here and there. So it makes for a little bit of light reading. So again, that's the Tales from Buccaneer Lodge by Frank Lehman. And it was a book put out this year by Boulder Books. Now, the second book of memoirs I want to talk about is Joanne Gallant's A Womb in the Shape of a Heart, My Story of Miscarriage and Motherhood. And to me, this is one of the sleeper hits of 2021 uh, for Atlantic Canadian Publishing and for just Canadian publishing in general. This was a book that was sent to me by the publisher, uh, Nimbus Publishing of Nova Scotia, as a male and as a someone who is not a parent, I didn't think I would enjoy reading this book. But then I came across uh, Joanne's uh, Instagram account, and she seemed like a very interesting person. So it kind of highlights the importance of authors being on Instagram and on social media to a certain extent. And she seemed like a very genuine person, a very honest person. I wanted to read her story. So I said, well, I'll start reading it, see how it goes. Some of these memoirs um, that people write based on their personal experiences, they can be a lot of uh, I, I did this, I did that, and et cetera, et cetera. And it just gets to be kind of monotonous after a while. However, Joanne's book was very different. Um, she's very honest and open with the miscarriages she had. She had numerous ones, multiple ones. And it never seems like she was complaining or, you know, bemoaning her lot in life. She was adamant at uh, having another child or doing what she could to have another child, her and her husband. And so I did find it fascinating. And I read it. And I really enjoyed it. And so I reached out to uh, Joanne. And she uh, responded by an audio file, which I'll play in a moment. I wanted to know about her process for writing this memoir. Did she read up on the idea of writing a memoir? Did she attend any special classes and so on? So here's how she responded. So to answer your question, if I had taken any classes or read any memoir writing guides uh, to help me with the preparation of writing my memoir, and the answer is I didn't really take any classes specifically, but I was an apprentice writer in the Alistair McLeod Mentorship Program through the Writers Federation of Nova Scotia. And that gave me a lot of one-on-one -on -one guidance on my manuscript with my mentor, who was Carol Glasser-Langel. And she was able to show me where I was missing key things that a reader would be interested in knowing. And I also spent a lot of time reading memoirs and pulling from them what it was I really liked. I 
I took notes on why I did or did not connect with someone's story and then tried to model mine after some of the really incredible books in the same genre. Some of the books that, you know, I drew a lot of inspiration from were books like Shadow Child by Beth Pounding, Notes for the Everlast by Kate Inglis, and An Exact Replica of a Figment of My Imagination by Elizabeth McCracken. But there were a lot of other ones that I really took a lot away from as well. Well, thank you so much, Joanne, for sending in that audio file. And I really appreciate uh, you uh, taking the time to do this too. Uh, You're busy uh, working as uh, not only a mother, but as a nurse. So it was greatly appreciated. So this uh, episode, episode six, marks the first time I've actually had guests, uh, audio clips of guests on the show. And in the coming new year, I hope to be able to have guests uh, via Zoom. Look forward to that. So that concludes episode six of the Miramichi Reader podcast. I've been joined here in the studio by Eddie, the tabby cat, and uh, he would like to say something, but I think he's going to remain silent. But I want to thank our guests today, Marjorie Simmons and Joanne Gallant, two great and wonderful authors that have uh, generously shared their time to uh, send me an audio file of their thoughts on writing memoirs. And I certainly appreciate that. So what's coming up in the newsletter this week? Well, I'm going to let that remain a surprise. I think that this Monday's newsletter will be the last one uh, for 2021. I'm going to hit the pause button on the newsletter until the new year. But uh, in the meantime, if you want to wish, to, if you wish to subscribe, it's uh, miramichireader.ca/slash/subscribe, and be appreciated if you could also leave a review where possible. Uh, regarding this podcast and certainly continue to share it on your social media sites so thank you so much for listening i hope you have uh, safe happy holidays and bye for now The Miramichi Reader, Canada's best-regarded source for the finest in new literary releases. Visit miramichireader.ca.